It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose. I am live by myself starting off today. We're trying to wake our friends up for a little coffee and quick picks. Mr. Fermi, out till 3 a.m., can't do it. Mr. Stritz, mm-mm, too late, too late, will not wake up. Romer, the Philadelphia homer, no shot that he makes it in this morning. Waiting on Mr. Zans, he's live, coming from his bedroom. And then we have Mr. Grom, maybe, maybe calling in this morning. A really, really great day of football for you guys. We have three games on the NFL slate that are going to start off today at noon. We start with Buffalo at the Lions. The Lions are getting nine and a half at home over under 54 and a half. Now that total has skyrocketed up from 52. Uh, we have the Giants getting 10 at the Dallas Cowboys and they are sitting that over under at 45 and a half, also up to two and a half points now about two points from the 43 and a half opener. And then tonight the Patriots plus two and a half on the road at the Vikings over under 42 and a half. Always like to do a Turkey day teaser on these days like this. If I was going to tease anything, I would probably take the Vikings to a win. So that would put them at about plus three and a half. I would actually probably take the Cowboys down to minus four. Um, <clears throat> that would be, that seems reasonable here today. Uh, even though the Giants getting 10 on the road, man, turn that to 16. Talking it out loud, I'd probably take it to plus 16, actually. So give me the Giants plus 16. Give me the Vikings to win, essentially, because I think they will beat the Patriots. And then this Lions-Bills game, well, that total is high. Um, 54 and a half, you take six off, it's 48 and a half. Yeah, I would, I would probably tease that down, get that to the right number. You also have a college game, the Egg Bowl tonight. You have Mississippi State. Uh, against uh, Mississippi. Oh, there he is. There's the first one. Hold on. Mr. Zans, you are live right now. I started the podcast here trying to see how many friends come in from Friendsgiving. Good morning from your bedroom? From your bed? Oh, even better. Even better. How are we feeling? How are we feeling on this, this beautiful Thanksgiving morning? I have an observation that the only two people who are up and ready on a day solely devoted to food are the two largest mammals on the podcast. <laughs> you know the sad part is, is I had this whole thing where I was like hoping at least like two other people would join or one other people would join so I can introduce you last. And then I've, I've been trying to think of different names for you. So the one was the side chick, but I was going to call you the Friday leftovers. But like, here we are, you know what <laughs> I mean? I was... I was so excited about it because I was I was hoping for some some banter back and forth, but my friend, you were not a leftover today. If anything, you are you are the you are the prized deep fried turkey on this Thursday morning. Boy, after some of my picks this week, I feel like a turkey. True. If you hear uh, my cat crying in the background, it's because uh, Mrs. Goose kicked the cat out of the bedroom uh, because he likes to put his paws on her face. Zans, I was just telling everyone uh, to get this thing started that uh, three NFL games today, Lions are getting 9.5 over under 54.5. Um, Cowboys are giving up 10 over under 45.5 against the Giants. And then the Vikings 
are minus two and a half over under 42 and a half. I like to do a Turkey day teaser. So I like to take the Vikings to a win. I decided that I think the giants plus 16 would probably be too much here as I was talking with myself. And then finally I would actually tease that bills lions over under uh, down to uh, 48 and a half. Anything on any three of the NFL games today. I like your thoughts there. Cause I think we're kind of aligned in the directions of your teases. Um, I like the Bills to cover. Um, you know, they just played in Detroit. They stayed there. I think the NFL did them a favor. Lions have won three in a row against middling competition at best. This is going to be one of those, you know, Dennis Green speech weeks where they are who we thought they were. And the Lions are bad. Like, I love Dan Campbell. They've got some good pieces, but, but they're not good. And this is kind of a get white get right week for the Bills. Josh Allen in particular, Singletary's rocking and rolling. They've got good balance now. You know, so I think they cover the nine and a half one by ten or more. Um, and I do like the over. I mean Detroit will just score points no matter what. We'll just also give up a million. So you're on to something there. Uh, I like the Giants to cover against the Cowboys. Same sort of thing. Cowboys are if they killed the Vikings, they're winning big. They look like they're right. Tony Pollard is a revelation. Saquon is having a good season. I think they can run it enough on Dallas, who's kind of susceptible to that. And I think they keep it close maybe toward the end uh, to cover there, although not win. And the Patriots-Vikings, I think Vegas is so against the Vikings now because they're sort of you know, started hot, they were everyone's sweetheart, and then Kirk has a few bad games, and it's right back to that old narrative, you know, that, that he's no good. This is a primetime game, primetime Kirk, which is really tough. But I think what people forget is this is not a great Patriots team, like a pretty bad Patriots team overall. That game against the Jets last week was just heartbreaking to watch as a sports fan and as a gambling man. So I, I like the Vikings today just to win outright. Don't worry about the line. This is going to kind of be them showing the haters that, that they're not dead yet. Well, also, I forgot to say that if I do a three-team teaser, that's actually nine points. So that gives me the Giants with 19. That actually drops uh, the 54-and-a-half. That drops it way under. That's like 45-and-a-half. That's that's pretty good. And then you get the, you get the Vikings with uh, a nine-point swing. Uh, doing the math on that, I mean, that puts it at like – I think it puts them plus seven or plus six. Uh-huh. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Vikings would be plus six and a half. Um, um, I love it. I, I, are you taking anything individually on the Mississippi uh, Ole Miss Egg Bowl? I was about to give out that line when you called in. I have Ole Miss minus two and a half, and then the over under is sixty and a half in that game. It always seems like this game should go over, and then it always ends like you know nine and a half to four and a half. <laughs> exactly. No, you're right. These offenses are always like, pretty good. There's some high flying people. Quarterbacks are running. They're winning games in conference. You know, fifty two to forty nine. And then this game pops up, and it's like you said, it's you know they're like prime numbers. So yeah, sixty one is big. If you look at recent scores for both teams, it would seem like that would be uh, a given. But like you said, I feel like this game always just ends up being kind of ugly. So I'll go under here for sure. You know, Ole Miss the slight favorite just because they're at home. It's kind of a coin toss. 
uh, both of them are kind of trying to save their season, save their coach for that matter. So I'll just play with the points here and, and say under and not care who wins. Did you change anything on uh, the uh, Friday Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, EMU plus one and a half, over under 54 and a half for Toledo, minus seven and a half, over under 52 and a half against Western Michigan? No, those look solid. Weather hasn't changed. Uh, Mashin's going to stay the course on those picks. You know, it's just going to be chaos there. Mr. Fermi teased that he thinks he likes the over in that directional Michigan game. Okay. The more I look at it, the more I think I agree with him as well. It's at 55 this morning. Um, you know, they're going to pull out all the stops the last game of the season, you know, for two teams like that. Uh, and that game typically goes over. Actually, they score a ton of points. You know, McIlwain's involved. His offense is good. That's that running quarterback Burt we've been talking about. So uh, keep with the picks from the matching pod there. But look at that over on uh, on the two different directions of Michigan. Yeah, I think that uh, looking on Friday, this Arkansas-Mizzou game, uh, one, I like Arkansas minus three. They're, uh, I mean, what are they playing for? I don't know. But uh, I do like that over 55 and a half as well, too. Um, this Florida, Florida state game, it, it just seems like Florida has thrown it all away for me. And Florida state has had a quietly good season here. Minus nine and a half. seems like that could be the play. And then I think Jake Hayner's last game at home here, minus 14 and a half against Wyoming, both these teams, Wyoming, a quiet seven and four, uh, minus 40, 14 and a half over under 50 and a half. I think, I think Fresno could put up some points here in this game. Um, to take the over on that for Friday. Anything on the Friday slate? We, we're going to do a coffee and quick picks on Saturday morning. So anything else on Friday that you're looking at before we talk a little college b-ball? Yeah, I, you know, as a Florida Gator fan, I've been looking at that game wondering exactly what's going to happen. They're down in the dumps, lost to Vandy. You know, Florida State riding hot, you know, normal. They're kind of putting it all together. I unfortunately follow Danny Cannell on Twitter, and I can't escape his insufferable commentary on them being good. Uh, so I'll mute him, you know, during and, and for two weeks after this game, as per normal. But nine and a half seems low to me for a game in Tallahassee, based on how those two teams are playing recently. Um, you know, you hate to bet against your favorite team, but if you're already going to be morose and depressed about the outcome. You might as well make some money on it. So I'm going <laughs> Seminoles there to win by 10 or more. Um, and then the other one I was looking at was Clemson, South Carolina, right? The battle of the Palmetto State. South Carolina with that giant win over the Vols. Just points, points, points. Clemson really rocking and rolling. Looking for some kind of backdoor CFP entrance. Uh, you know, they're favored by 14 and a half. I think that's probably too much. But I, I like the line there more in terms of points at 52. Uh, I like that over uh, because I think Clemson's going to score. South Carolina doesn't stop anybody. The Vols, you know, still put up 40-something there. And South Carolina clearly is coming on offense. So, you know, that game could be a race to 35 or so. And with the total only at 52, uh, we'll go points, points, points there with the over. So we got a couple great basketball games starting off today at 11 a.m. Kansas is uh, playing Wisconsin over-under 131.5 and Kansas minus 5.5. Any thoughts on that game? Now, I'm just getting my feet wet on college basketball, seeing kind of who's good. I'm looking at mid-majors, you know, more than anything else in terms of who's good, 
you know, out of that second tier that could, you know, surprise some people down the line. Um, you know, one game I spotted today was NC State and Dayton. I'm sorry, uh, at four, you know, Dayton, a road favorite against NC State, sort of, you know, mid-major against the power conference team. Dayton's really good. Like, the only reason that line is the way it is is because it's on the road. They've got some upperclassmen who are going to know how to deal with the holiday game on the road. You know, NC State's going to be middle of the pack ACC. So I like Dayton there, minus two and a half uh, to win that game by, by more than that amount, you know, if not a little more. I am definitely going to play a couple overs on college b-ball today. I think Duke is getting up and down the floor here, over under 140. When I see teams like that, oh, it's like 139 and a half. When I see teams like that with those low low totals, I kind of like them. I know that they, they think that the other team's defense is really going to, you know, tighten up or slow it down enough. And to me, it's always like, nah, I, you, you sometimes you got to take the blue buds, blue bloods there. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're there for a reason. And I just think that there's going to be a lot of points at play there. That's just me. Um, you don't, do you do world cup or no? Tell you what, I'm glad I'm not with all these upsets. I would have I would have lost my shirt and my pants this week, as opposed to just my top. Well, so I, I'm not I'm not on it, but I'm I'm following the storylines. I'm intrigued. We were on a side text with some buddies. You know, we had a, we did a couple minutes on whether or not you pronounce it Cutter or Qatar. So it's just you know thrilling commentary. There. I had the same thing with my cousin last night. So apparently, if if you're like Great Britain, it's Cutter, but if the rest of the world is Qatar. So oh, that's right. is that because they're like gnarly uh, teeth get in the way? Like I, <laughs> no, I have no idea. Uh, I'm looking at these games that are left to be played today. Um, you, you have Switzerland beating Cameroon one nothing, uh, or they say one nil. Uh, Uruguay and South Korea. I think uh, the the really good player for South Korea is lined up to go. Over-unders two and a half. I mean, I haven't hit an over yet. You know what I mean? So uh, the over on Portugal is actually favored a little bit for two and a half. Um, it's minus 130 against Ghana. And then uh, tonight you have Brazil um, and Serbia and the uh, the four goals. That's where it's at. It's uh, plus 185. So whew, that's, a, that's a lot. A lot of scoring potentially on Thanksgiving Day there, Mr. Mr. Zans. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm looking at these World Cup games today. Just one narrative I think could arise. You've got two heavy favorites later with the Portuguese and the Brazilians. I think them looking at what happened to Germany and Argentina may be more of a motivating factor for them to actually play harder, not take it easy. Just, I, don't know, I feel like they could be more focused because the other class of the cup has fallen early and it's been a big storyline. So I would think just... You know, a Portugal-Brazil parlay for the two of them. Just to win outright, it's not going to be the best odds. It won't even get you back to even. But I feel like based on what's happened, those players and those coaches are having like an oh-crap moment and will be laser-focused and lights out and, and, you know, take care of the lesser team like they should. Well, yeah, I mean, look at what Spain did yesterday. I mean, they were like, they, they didn't want anyone to even think about it. I mean, seven yeah. goals, they wouldn't let up. Like you're already up three nil at at at, uh, at halftime. Like you don't have to destroy them. They're like, no, we're destroying you. So yeah, tough, tough, tough sled here. But a lot of great games. Any final thoughts for what is your first and maybe only singular 
podcast experience here, Mr. Zanz. Um, I'm honored, quite honestly. Uh, it's, you know, having the other people on certainly gives me opportunities to create a scapegoat and, and throw some shade at them. And, you know, I love doing that. But it's just me and you, just a couple of big bulls talking sports. I am thankful for legalized gambling. I'm thankful for friends and family, and I'm thankful for those three plates I'm going to make later and just unbutton my pants. It is. I'm not even going to wear pants. I'm going to wear sweatpants. I don't even. I don't. I've just thrown it away. I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the individual who created sweatpants. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I'm definitely, definitely. We're doing the. We're doing the one o'clock dinner. So that means that we actually get a second one instead of having to try to spread it out or wait for three o'clock. We've thrown in the towel, so deep fried turkey first, and then oven baked second. So I am thankful for not only you, Mister Zans, this morning, but for all of our friends here in the Anonymous Gamblers Network, all of our listeners out there. We're very, very grateful for all fourteen of you. Thank you guys very much. We hope that you guys take a couple of these picks. I'm gonna put that Turkey Day teaser out there on Twitter for myself and Mister Zans. We thank you here. We're gonna have our coffee and quick picks on Saturday morning once we get the regular crew back. And just like when you're eating and laying around on Thanksgiving, one of the best days of the year, when you're with the anonymous gamblers, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving.